Blog Talk Radio.
and good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Queen's Conversation. Tonight is Thursday, March 16th, and we are here tonight with part three of the Love Languages. My name is Wakisa, and I'm your host, representing Charlotte, North Carolina, in the building. And I want to introduce my other host tonight. We have Queen Ebby. Ebby, say hello to everybody. Hola, hola. Could you could you do me a favor? Yes. Lakeisha, could you say Charlotte yes. again? <laughs> Charlotte, North Carolina. No, that's not how you said it. You said Charlotte. Charlotte, North Carolina. It was a, a it was an accent there. I heard it. <laughs> Charlotte, North Carolina. You said Charlotte. Hey. <laughs> Hey, Abby. Good evening to you. Hola. Hailing <laughs> from the Dallas Hi. area. Hola. All right. Hola. All right. <laughs> and we have off on the line Pastor Rob in the building. What up? How you what doing? Up, what up? I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> Living a dream. Living a dream. Y'all yes, cold up there in Utah? What y'all doing? You know, oh, it's man. actually cool up here now. The uh, the the weather has has warmed up a little bit, and so um, all is well. See, I always said that, that you know I think that it was a setup. You know, the bugs started coming out, and then the weather was like, ah, I got you, and then you know made it cold so they can die because we haven't had much of a winter. So it's mm-hmm. uh, it, but it's it's warming back up out here. I'm I'm, I'm loving it. That's awesome. Awesome. And we have also our boss man, director, CEO, Winford Burns in the house representing Illinois. You over there? You on? I am. I'm here. I am here. How are you all doing tonight? <laughs> Good. How are you? Hey, Brother Burns. Hello, Sister Ebony. How you doing? I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm recovering. Good. I'm recovering. Yeah, that makes two of us. You're sick too. <laughs> yeah, it got me too. Allergies? Uh, I don't know. No, I think it's just. I think this was just uh, uh, somebody trying to tell me to sit my behind down for a little while. Somebody. Oh man, that's... Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he will make um, it lie down. Yeah, yeah. yeah, somebody will. <laughs> yes, he will. He's faithful. Yeah. <laughs> to do abundantly more. <laughs> yes, y'all are crazy. Okay, so we're gonna get back on the love languages, you guys. We're in part three. Thanks, thanks everybody for um, everyone for joining on again. This is Queen's Conversation. Um, if you are online and you want to join in the call, you can call number nine two nine four seven seven. 2304, press 1 for comments or questions. We love dialogue. We love for people to call in. If you want to ask a question but you don't want to actually call, please just email us at queenconversations1 at gmail.com. Now, so let's just recap the love languages for people who might not know what the five love languages are. It's physical touch, gifts, quality time, acts of service, and affirmation, okay? So I'm just going to go dive right into the first question and uh, kind of topic that we're going to be talking about. What role 
does a woman play? What role does a woman play in your singleness for the men? And just so y'all know, y'all are on the spot tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I I don't know where all these questions came from. Um, If they came from Queen Leah or from a source of Queen Leah's, but these first this first set, y'all just be honest, be real. So. Even think back to your single days, to your young days. We need we need the truth from y'all brothers. We keep it straight up R and R. We keep it at double R, righteous and real on Queen's Conversation. Can okay. I take a natural glitch one real quick? <laughs> <laughs> do, so, do whatever you, you know need what? to do. Yeah, no, I'm good. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm gonna go ahead and let you answer first. Go ahead. Okay. So what role does a single does a what role does a woman play? What role did what role did a a woman play in your singleness? Is she a friend? Was she considered a sex buddy? In your single days, what what role did a woman play? Whatever I needed at that moment. Mm Um, and, and that can be all of the above. I mean, um, if it was someone just to talk to or just to laugh with, then that, if it was someone who I could uh, have a companion with, uh, to say i go to a, a, the movies with or go bowling with or just to have fun, that it could be that. Or if it's someone who I would like to have a conversation with about anything, uh, especially something deep, it could be that. I mean, it, it just depends on what I what I was looking for at that moment. Um, I, I did want know that I wanted to be married, but I, um, if I knew that the woman didn't fall in that marriage category, then I would get whatever I could from them. Uh, and not, that's not saying it in a bad way. It's just. I would uh, take whatever I could receive from you. Mhm. Okay, that's honest. Mm-hmm. That's honest. Were, were were you when you would in that situation? Would you let the woman know, or most times not? If you know, this is all I kind of you know. Hey, I'm just I'm not trying to get married to you. I love your company. I love your intellect. I want companionship, that's it. Were you honest, or did you just kind of just go with the flow? I went with the flow. I mean, I wouldn't just up and say, hey, your marriage material, or hey, I, I like the way you cook, so cook me a meal. I wouldn't say that. Um, it, it would be more of, okay, let's um, just enjoy the moment and see where it goes from here. Okay. All right, that's that's pretty, that's fair. And, um, all right, I'm going to bring it over to you, Mr. Winford. You know, now we're, we're talking about referring to now, or we're saying, because I'm single, so as, as a non-married single person now, I would say that's different than in years past. Now, 
Um, I'm very, I'm pretty transparent about what I want and what I expect. So I will tell. I will tell somebody, listen, I'm not interested in a relationship right now. I enjoy your company. This is what I'm looking for. And I'm pretty transparent in, in why, um, you know, why I feel like that too. So, but um, I think the role that a woman plays is, for me, is obviously I still at some point want to get married. And so it's still developing a friendship to see if that is, if we could move to that level. Mm-hmm. So, so developing the friendship first. Yeah, friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to develop, I want to develop a friendship first. And if we move to that level, okay. If not, and we're free and we're just, you know, better as friends. Okay. I'm I'm okay with that too. But I go into it all looking obviously first to establish a friendship. Um because yeah, because I think that's important to see if we can at least just get along first. Can we have normal conversation? Can we date without you know, can we just enjoy each other's company? And then I wanna know, can you know, because I, I always say, you know, people like myself and Rob, because we're both in ministry, we have very different, you know, lives. Our lives are a little different. So I want to make sure that you fit, you know, that that it doesn't scare you. Right. Okay, Leah has okay, a question. I'm, I'm chiming Queen in, Leah. yes, I'm chiming in. I do have a question, a follow-up question. So, Pastor Rob, you mentioned that you would um, share if necessary. Winfrey, you said you would be a little more, bit more transparent. But what does a conversation sound like to that woman who may not know what you are specifically wanting? Because when we talk about singleness, whether you've been married before, divorced, not married ever, um, a single man may operate totally different than a single woman. So if you already have an idea of what you want, and I know we'll get to characteristics and how you all place people in categories a bit later, but just in general, when you are single and you do want a company of a woman, how does the conversation sound like to make sure that that woman is crystal clear on what your intentions are? So let me, I'll be, I'll, I'll answer that first. Let me be clear. First of all, I just say it, you know, that this is, <clears throat> I am not interested right now, or I am in developing a relationship. You see, you are the type of person, you have the things that I'm looking for. Um, and I want to see if we, can you know can go to that to that next step? If I'm not, if I don't, if it's somebody who I'm not interested in, then I'll just say flat out, you know, I really enjoy your company. I enjoy your friendship, but um, I don't want to have that type of relationship with you. <clears throat> now, was that ever like now? But back in the day. <laughs> Now it's like that because you understand the point of not even wasting. Could could you agree that you do that now because you understand the point of not wasting your time or that other person's time? No, I do that now to be because yeah, I don't want to waste time, and because um, as as being transparent, as you see the damage mm-hmm. that some of your decisions have done in the past, you learn 
that well, I did, that I have to be, number one, I have a sister, and so I wouldn't want anybody to treat my sister. There's a certain way I'd want somebody to treat my sister. <clears throat> and number two, I can't afford it. My reputation, my reputation, um, in in what because of what we do means a lot, and so I have to be clear. Um, so I can't. I don't. For example, I'm not one of those. Even though it's it's acceptable, quote unquote, to date multiple people. If you're not on a serious, I don't. I can't do that. Like I don't do that either, because I don't even want my reputation to be tied up into that kind of stuff. So, again, my, my I'm different. Because as a single man who's also in ministry, I can't do that. So I have to. But as a younger, okay. younger, when I did, I, I pretty much would just like Rob said, if if it wasn't about that, I probably would just go on about it and just never really bring it up. Right. Yeah. Right. And and that's for me. I I wanted to be married at an early age, and you know. It, that's the reason why I got married at an early age to my first wife. Um, now, it didn't work out, and there were a lot of things that I needed to learn um, along through that process, but there were a lot of things that I needed to learn about myself um, before I could actually bring somebody else into the picture to uh, to share my life with. So... Um, like I said, I knew that I wanted to be married, and I knew that I needed to be married. I, I, I right. know that about myself. Come on now. Come on now. I need to be married because, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I won't go into detail, but I need to be married. And so <laughs> I uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I, uh, I, I would, like I, like I said, I, 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 I knew – if they were wife material, and if they weren't wife material, then I would tell them, you know, I, I enjoy your company. I enjoy um, having fun with you. Um, but at the, at this point in time, what I would tell them would be is I, I'm really not at a place to where I can be in a serious relationship, um, especially after I was I went with my divorce. I had to go through a healing process, and I knew that, that if I carried that baggage into the relationship, that it wouldn't be a healthy relationship. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, being the hot commodity that I was, um, <laughs> um, I, I wanted to make <laughs> sure. I wanted to make sure that mm. uh, that it, it wasn't something that I was just jumping into. Now, when it came to uh, my wife, who who I'm with now. Um, I knew, man, very quickly that she was supposed to be my wife. I knew that very quickly. And at that time, you know, I had I had these other ladies who were in different categories, but when I found Leah, she had every quality that was in the, that maybe one girl had, you know, she had every quality that every one of them had. So it wasn't just mm-hmm. trying to find um, this one quality in, in all these multiple women, but it mm-hmm. was all of these qualities that was wrapped up into this one woman. And so mm-hmm. the black book was, was, was thrown into the fire and 
um, I, I tore it up because I knew I had everything that I needed in, in Leah. Mm. Oh, that is so beautiful. I'll pay you right. That's real. That's real because you were intentional. You were intentional. Yeah. So. Good. I think we have a question mm. from Ebby. Or Winfrey, were you, did you want to say something? I heard a little. I heard a little something coming from you over there. Oh no! I was just telling. I was just telling my my, my brother to preach. He he working over there. I said I was going to play some Luther. I was going to play some Luther behind that or something. Oh no! That's Daddy Daddy Yeah. Yeah. It's so amazing to see love. There you go. Love. Sing, burn, sing. All burn. right. Also, to give them something, I had your back, Rob. I got your back. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So, Evie, you got a question? What's your question? Queen. Oh, we, uh, one of our callers has a question. Oh, one of the callers. Oh, let's welcome them in. Yeah. All right, caller, you on the air? Hello, how you doing? Can y'all hear me? We can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm I'm not a, a new caller. I'm a I'm an old caller, but All I just right. want to comment on the question that was asked. <laughs> um, what women? How women contribute to a man's singleness? When a man initially starts talking to a woman, we don't know exactly which way he'll go. Whether it's a friend or if she's looking for more, we pretty much kind of gauge it off a woman. But whatever she puts out there in the air, one cardinal mistake that a woman makes is a man don't change his mind. If you say you want to be friends, then that's all we're going to put you in that friend category. We're not trying to fight a losing battle with thinking that you're going to be our woman and that's not what you want. And then if you're in that friend zone, just like y'all put us in a friend zone, but things happen and you want more, we tend to keep you in that friend zone because that's what you initially told us. And that's where you'll be. Mm. The other part, too, is, you know, mm. a lot of men, myself included, you know, when you're younger, you know, I, I used to consider myself a good time guy. You know, looking for a good time, call line, you know. And that's pretty much anything goes. But the older you get, the wiser men get, we tend to want a little bit more. So then we become more direct with what we want. And we let them know that, hey, if we see somebody that's not wifey material or what we want, we'll usually tell them that, hey, I'm not interested in that way. We try not to hurt their feelings or anything like that. And I know it, it might sound harsh me saying it now, but one thing I used to tell women was I'm emotionally unavailable to let them know that, hey, I'm not interested. But try not to to hurt their feelings. But somebody else, you know, you definitely will have stricter guidelines and rules to the whole thing. And, and one being with friends, you don't hold hands, you don't kiss, you don't go down that sexual route. Because friends and that don't mix. If you're looking for a relationship, you can't go that route. Because once you go that route, the whole game changes. The man or the woman is going to catch feelings, and the other one might not. And then you, you hung out there and don't know why it didn't work. So if you strictly want a relationship, yeah. you 
you have to, you know, set those guidelines from the beginning. Because once you cross that line, you know, there's really no going back. You don't do no go-backs. But that's just my little take I wanted to add to the conversation, you know, for those that are listening. Okay, well, thank you for calling thank you, in. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's, what's actually, you. you know what's, what's interesting. If I can, can I piggyback on that? Is I think that I think he's correct when he talked about the, especially when he talked about the, making sure the lines are are are, are clear. I think that one of the issues that we that we typically have is we go into it is that first I at this stage at this phase. Of my life, I go into it understanding that every woman, and it's, I'm not saying, and I'm not saying that this is. Let me let me pair, let me say up front that um, no, every woman wants to be married. <laughs> I'm gonna say it, and so what she you? might say, if I say, if we say she's, we want to be friends, that I just want to be friends. I go into it knowing that even if she says she's cool with it. She wants to be married, and so that means that if I if I say that we're just going to be friends, that I have to make sure that I don't cross that line, because she's going to try if her goal is to get married, or she and she thinks she wants to marry me or you as a man. So I have to say, okay, am I sure that this is the only thing I want? Because like you said, as soon as we cross that that boundary, it's done. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you saying every woman wants to get married? Is that is that your claim? I'm going to be very crystal clear. Every woman. And I'm not, and I, and again, there are women that don't want to get married. But I'm saying Absolutely. that so I, there are women that don't, when I say every, I mean like 99% of women <laughs> want to get married. Okay. So I'm not saying you know there's what? no one. You know what? I think, I'm, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you real quick, Winfrey. Do you think that every woman really wants to get married, or do you think every woman wants a fairy tale? Because when I when I look at fairy tale. the requirements, wow. yeah, when I look at the requirements of a wife, the average woman, yeah, okay, <laughs> the average I woman think, just okay, isn't. Let me, let me, oh. she, she's your not, point. Every woman wants every woman wants a man to put her in the position of a wife. Because you're correct, every woman doesn't want to do the things that biblically would be required of a wife, or the sacrifices that are that are required in marriage. But they want to be picked, to be chosen, for someone to want them to be to spend the rest of their life with them, mm-hmm. or to be in that safe place of some type of commitment. Is that is that what you, what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, I, that's I wouldn't, innate, I, you know. That's an innate thing in in human beings. Period. Is that correct? That's that's the basic need is to be loved, mm-hmm. and and so we'll look for love in any place we can get it. And so, people who are considered to be, um, I guess you can say, the freak of the week or um, promiscuous or whatever, whatever you want to call it. They're still looking for some type of connection, and they're looking for that 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 oneness. But 
go about it in a, in a different way. Yeah, I can see so, where that can be a possibility. Can I yes, yes. Speaking of prom- promiscuity. Um, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm out. I'm off of here. Speaking of promiscuity, so I'm we were thinking, we were just thinking of things to talk about, <laughs> and I'm not saying which woman came up with this question, but why do men look at women? As hoes Knowing that they are expecting sex From women Wait hold on let's so, back up Let's back up uh-huh. Let's, let's okay. back up The first question should be before we Do that How many prior sexual partners Is too many yes. How many is too many Now how many prior sexual partners? How many how many men is too many for your woman to have slept with? I don't I'm beyond Or is there a number? I don't I don't I don't I'm not what I'm not asking. Uh, you know <laughs> Yes sir. Was this question yes, sir. was this question for the men? Because you know, was this question strictly for the men? No, go ahead. Okay, girl, I was going to say. Because you have a thought um, on this. So I want to hear what you think. So my thing, yeah, I mean, we, we could. Your 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 history is what, that's why it's called history, right? But for me, as long as we go to that clinic, baby, and all the labs <laughs> say negative. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Let's, okay, not, let's go all the way down. Your, everything is negative, HIV, whatever, you know what I'm saying? We straight. So if it was Tisha, Kalisha, Don, and Lisa, I mean, whatever. <laughs> but that that would be my main focus. And and there's a lot of people, and that's fine if you have you you had something got to treat it. Okay, we don't have to go that deep. However, what is your current status? Mm-hmm. For me, yeah, that would yeah. be priority. And, and and you know, I've gotten to the point though. So I'm like this. Look, after me. Everybody else won't even matter anyway. So, mm-hmm. uh, right. Uh, Confidence. Great business. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, so, there, you know, the song says nothing compares. So, you know, I'm, I'm not even concerned about that. <laughs> right. I'm, I would, I, I don't, I'm not asking. I don't want to know. I don't need to know. Like, you, like Lakeisha said, I just need to know that you're clean. <laughs> <laughs> and that you ain't got you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna itch and we good. <laughs> Is it that you really don't want to know or are you afraid of the answer you'll receive? I don't want to know. What I do want to know mm. in all serious, what I what I do want to know is I wanna know are you still in love with him? Hmm. I don't. If you're, are you still like? If you, I don't. I want to know that. I don't want to know who. I don't need to know it. I just need to make sure that you're done with it. If y'all are done, okay. Yeah, yeah. That there's no residue. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's all I need to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let me. This isn't a plan oh. question, but I have to ask. So, could you? Okay, if she has slept with one of your homeboys. Would you want to know that, or you still don't want to know? 
Um, if mm-hmm. she's still one of my homeboys, would I want to know? I would want to know. It depends on who the homeboy is. So if it's like my close inner circle or people, somebody I hang out with, yeah, I'd want to know. And I'd want to know because I don't want us to go someplace and it come up and I and that's the first time I'm finding out. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, yeah. my guy code, my guy code. If you have messed with, well, not messed with, but if you if you've like for example, um, if you've been married to my one of my close married or in a serious serious committed relationship with one of my guys, I probably couldn't mess with you. But that's my code. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that sounds like an individual thing. Yeah, and, and for me, I'd like to know so that if, you know, if we're in close proximity and then y'all have this inside thing and I'm left out and I'm supposed to be the main main dude, it's like, okay, I'm left out. What's going on? It's like right. I'm, right. I'm the butt of the joke and don't even realize it. Right. So you do want to know. I want to know if it's, if, even, if it's in one of my guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like for so you want to yeah and yeah I'm talking okay, about like so. I said like my close inner circle guys mm-hmm. like somebody exactly. I know and that's not really you know okay like it's a small world like if you went I'm not gonna be like oh my god you messed with somebody you went to Langston so <laughs> <laughs> like that was you know there was a lot of stuff going on in that day so yes. Okay, so for everybody joining, welcome to Queen's Conversations. We are doing part three of the love languages. And if you want to ask a question or call in, please call 929-477-2304. Press 1, the number 1, to ask a question or comment. And we're keeping it righteous and real on Queen's Conversation. Please don't be afraid to call in. Or you can email us at queensconversations1 at gmail. So... Overall, we, Leanna, have have you dipped into this? You didn't give your comment. What comment? What oh, would I prefer? I want to know what matter. You want to know? Oh yeah, I want to know because like, oh yeah, I don't want to run into no situation, and I don't know, and I don't want to find out from somebody else other than who I'm in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. I, I go through all that before I. Deal, any deal in any relationship, I want to know. Mm-hmm. How many? Pe- how many people that person has been with, or yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's good. Guys and, and ladies are, are it, totally different on that. That's Abby. Do you feel the same way? You know. Okay. So my my rationale is probably totally different because I'm just curious. So mm-hmm. I like to hear the stories behind the escapade. There you go. <laughs> but, I, mean, just, <laughs> I hate to say it, but to me, to hear how the guys I've dated ended up in some of the situations they were in, and I'm sitting there like, "Are you serious?" It's, it's like a, it's like a novel. It's like a movie. It's like it's Fifty Shades of Grey has nothing on the stories I've heard. So. <laughs> I mean, oh it's just goodness. like with my with with my ex husband. Um, you know, he's an Omega, so the stories I heard from him, oh my goodness, it was like every night. It was like 
okay, tell me this story. You know, I was just learning all kinds of stuff that was going on back <laughs> in college and stuff. Oh, so Lord. It was, just, it was just amazing to hear where for him and his, like, his entire uh, chapter, it was like they just, Clowned. It was a it was a big deal if one of them dated somebody with a promiscuous past. And you know, for me, when he first met me, he had to go like find out everybody I went to high school with to see if I was promiscuous in high school. And then he ran through college to see if I was promiscuous in college. And it was just very very intense. And of course, I was upfront with you know my my history, my past. But um, I don't know if it's a regional type thing or you know, maybe it was just something built into them, but um, I, I, I do believe that we have come across more men who have an issue with women who have a promiscuous background or past than men who don't. Um, <clears throat> one of my guy friends is very, very um, pro-woman, pro-female, and, um, you know, he's just very, you know, it's your body, do what you want to do with it kind of thing. But um, I don't know. I, I think most men want a, a virgin, you know. They want they want a, vir- as some, a woman as close to a virgin as possible. And at the it's same time, they, y'all want somebody y'all can, y'all don't want to be celibate, y'all don't want to be abstinent, but you also want in somebody theory. as a virgin. In, in theory. In theory we say mm-hmm. that. But in yeah. reality, in reality not so much. Yeah, it, it's more mm-hmm. of a territory thing. When when you hear someone yeah. saying, "I want to have someone who is close to a virgin as possible," it's more of a territory thing. They want to be like, "I don't want anyone else who has uh, 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 had a mm-hmm. taste of my pie." You know, we gonna, we gonna call that the, mm-hmm. the best man syndrome from uh yeah. Mark Chestnut, the yeah. best man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we want to keep that that fantasy of I'm the I'm the one the only you know the the first the last the everything we mm-hmm. we want that we want that mm-hmm. fantasy right. and so um, even if we develop that narrative in our in our mind it's just like hey I'm the only one and we want to keep that as as close as possible because of the territory it's, it's just a territory thing. We're yeah. very see, a, territorial. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to go back to, but see, I would go back to, again, at this age, I wouldn't expect any, like, I am I would be shocked at my age to find a woman who's, you know, who hasn't, who is not experienced. So I go back to what Rob said, and that is my whole objective now at this point is you might have had some before, but when we're done, I want you you know, I need you to have. I need to be the last one. You know what I mean? I need to be the one. I need you to be changing my uh, my uh, my ringtone to 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 Drake. You know that kind of. <laughs> that's me. That's okay. That's just real. That's good. Yeah, this is honest. It's honest. It's honest. Well, that is. Well, I think, you know, I guess you get to a certain point. Yes, they love you. They're going to tell you if you really want to know, they're going to tell you how many partners you've had. And if you ladies, men, if you really got, if you guys really want to know how many partners they had, 
after they tell you, if you really love them, you're going to stay with them. My thing, if you really, truly love them, you're going to stay, you're going to be with them. So as long as that record says negative, 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 <laughs> non-reactive, we good. But that's just my little opinion. But anyway, that was, that was good. So, okay, let's just roll on to the next question. So what, ca- what are the categories that men place ladies in? How do you identify them for each category? So I think we kind of, you guys kind of went over that, like when it comes to ladies or I can just have fun with or whatever. But what categories do you put women in? And you guys, these are questions that was given to us or stuff like that. So this is kind of what the ladies want to know. Okay. I'll, I'll start this one out. So this is this is not necessarily my views. The, this is a culmination of the um, various views that I've learned from men. I'm actually writing a book called The Voice of a Man. So I've been doing a lot of research on this. Uh, one category is white material. Um, she's a potential. She She has every quality that a man could be looking for. I can bring her home to mom. Um, and it, it's not, it doesn't even mean if she can cook or not. I mean, it's just she possessed every quality that I know that that she could be presentable. She could be a great person to help me to be a better man, be a wife to my uh, children or mother to my children, all these different things. Then you have someone who could be a good friend, someone to talk to, someone you can laugh with, someone you can hang out with. Um, can they move up to potential category? Maybe, maybe not, but at the same time, the um, that's another category. Another category is the uh, the cook, someone I can go to who can cook me a good meal. She is one of the best cooks I've ever met. And I, when I'm hungry, I don't feel like going to Burger King or uh, McDonald's. I can go to her house and whip me up a meal. It's all good. Another one is a um, freak of the week, someone I know I can call at any time and she'll be ready for anything. Um, mm-hmm. Then you have the uh, the church goer. You got somebody who I can bounce. Um, ideas off of. She's going to keep me grounded spiritually. She's going to be someone I can pray with, or, or if I'm going through a hard time, she's going to get me through that. And then there is also the um, the what else is there? Winfrey, can you help me out? I think I, I, that's all I can think of right <laughs> now. Winfrey, you're frozen. I'm here. He may be on mute. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, um, no, I think I think Rob pretty much hit it dead on the head. Okay. So those those are the categories. Well. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it's, it's either we like I said, it's Rob. Rob he pretty much hit. I got think that's that's pretty much what we do. Okay. And those are pretty much self-explanatory when it comes to. Um, what you think, and then you just kind of take it from there. So I can agree with that. I've heard those categories are similar before. So I, I would agree to definitely the majority of those. All right, you guys, so 
question for the men again. How, I mean, or not how, would you let go of your ideal woman because you aren't ready as opposed to doing better to keep her? Would you let go of your ideal woman because you aren't ready as opposed to doing better to keep her? And this is one I asked on my page today, and I, I mm-hmm. reworded it. Um, let's see, the way I asked it was, would you let go of your ideal woman because you aren't ready as opposed to doing whatever it takes to keep her? Yeah. And I think I answered, I answered the outgo first. I, so the way I answered that on, on the page was, I think we had to, was that depending on what the man what area he was not ready in, he would probably, we would see that as, like, it sounded like a catch-22. Depending on the woman, he wanted what it was that she was looking for and what area that he wasn't ready. So the example I gave was um, if a man is, a woman, he, the woman that he wants wants a man who is financially secure and he isn't, and he's do already in the process of doing what he thinks is all he can do, he would probably, even if he tried, feel like he would lose her anyway because she wants somebody who's financially secure and he is not. So I think it really just depends. I think most men, a man, most men who want someone um, already self-examine the areas that we are not where we should be. And so I think one of the things that y'all got to realize is that men are much harder on themselves than anybody could ever be on us. And so mm-hmm. you telling us where we fall short, it's all, all you're doing is reverberating something that we already know. And so, and so if anything, it's adding extra pressure to something that we're already giving ourselves enough pressure about. So, so would he let her go? Maybe because he already feels like he's not measuring up and he's already trying. But if he's the type that's not trying um, and he sees it, then, yeah, I mean, he's going to, most men would say, okay, listen, I know she needs a bigger house and I live in this apartment, so let me just go ahead and get a house. You know, but if if it's not something that he doesn't feel like he has control over to do, yeah, he just might let her go. Mm -hmm. Now, now, how do you, okay, I want to go back to what you said a little bit about women not attacking, you didn't say attacking, but you're already hard on yourself, so by us um, talking to you or maybe getting on you about things, how how does a wife or a, someone in a relationship, a girlfriend, approach those issues that you might as in, in partnership that we see, because in, in, in a relationship, you're kind of a mirror of each other, especially in a marriage. So how do you approach those things constructively without hurting or demeaning the man? Because sometimes we as women, we do, we're, we're very harsh in what we say. And our approach is not healthy. And like you said, we don't want to make out. Y'all, you should come to us in, in, in comfort and in, in you know, in a safe place. So how do we, what would you guys think the best approach would be? For me, I would say, um, you know, putting it as a vision. 
what is your vision for your finances? If that's, you know, if that's the topic that we're using, what is the vision? And, you know, if it's not brought up and it's something that we know that that person is insecure about, instead of them leaving us, just walk them through it. You know, just tell me what the vision is. Let me help you. You know, and, and there are some women who expect a perfect man, but it was, this was an aha moment for me listening to Winford say that he would let that person that could possibly be the one go because he's not at a place where he believes he should be. And if that's the way men think, I think that's a good aha for women to understand it's not you mm-hmm. necessarily because we internalize when things don't work out. And sometimes it's really not us is that they're just not ready. But I think a takeaway for the men is you don't have to be ready. You don't have to be 100% there. Just tell us a vision because the job of a partner is to help you get there. Come on. Come on. Preach it. Preach it. <laughs> <laughs> and and that woman, oh, and that woman should be the woman as you guys are projectors and we're the receptors, so that woman should have enough fertile and ground to be able to take that seed and help it grow. Your business, your health, whatever you have going on, even stuff that you might be lacking, she should be the one who's going to help push it. Yes, as a man, you want to hold yourself down, but that's when trust comes about. Because sometimes, if, do you all agree, Winford and Rob, that a man sometimes becomes a man on his wife's watch? Meaning better. Uh, he should well, that's, that's, that's a part of should marriage. Be. That's yeah, he definitely should be that. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. If you if he's yeah. not becoming better, then something's wrong. Yeah. Because right. I, I like the I like the analogy of of Mr. And Mrs. Potato Head. You know, you have these two potatoes who come together and they're being stripped of everything that they're used to and then God puts them in the in the in the pot, a boiling pot and turns up the heat until they're soft enough to no longer look like what they used to look like, but they look like one, and it becomes um, a great meal that doesn't look like what it used to be but what it is now. And so, yeah, it, it's developing into um, who the the person needs to be for the other person. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Abby. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. I honestly don't remember what I was going to say. Sorry. I don't remember. No, no, no. no, no. As, soon, as soon as you think well, about I, it. I do want to also say this, um, just from a from a man's perspective. Um, mm-hmm. It is important to, and this is something I've learned through my um, uh, becoming a, a uh, doctor in family therapy, is to respect everyone's defenses, whether it's male or female. Respect their defenses. Whenever defenses are going up, there's a reason for that. And Mm -hmm. respect that defense and get to the core of that defense instead Mm -hmm. of dealing with the, the, the hands that are up. I mean, because when you're dealing with hands that are up, you're going to continue to fight. But if you start bringing down those defenses and say, oh, wow, I understand the reason why you are defensive, and, or help me to understand why you're defensive so that I can be able to get to the core of what's going on inside of you so I can help you out and bring out of you what you're dealing with inside of you. That's what true intimacy is. 
to implement mm-hmm. these things into mm-hmm. the person mm-hmm. and not just dealing with the surface because the defenses that you see is just a surface issue. So then really getting to the core issue and dealing with the inner person and helping them to become a better person and healed. Because, you know, let's be honest, all of us who go into relationships go in there with something. So we help each other out by dealing with those core issues and dealing with those core uh, defense mechanisms to bring them down. And then once those walls are torn down, then you can be united front and work together. Yeah. Hmm. That's, that's, a, that's a good point. So when you say, can you give us an example? Can you give us an example that you've seen or that you've counseled that? Or, you know. Okay, so uh, let's see. Which couple did I want to use? I have so many couples to go off of. Uh, uh, There's one couple who um, the – a husband is afraid of being abandoned. He has a he has a problem with being abandoned. And so every time somebody says hi to his woman, he gets defensive and be like, Oh, who was that? Or um then she'd be like she she says to him, Well, why are you being so insecure? You're always insecure and you don't you don't trust me and you don't think that I'm gonna um you think that I'm going to run out on you, and then he, then he gets upset, and then he thinks that she's cutting off his manhood, and then he says, well, then why won't you just respect what I want? And so the real core issue, first, the defense is it looks like he is extremely insecure, which is a problem, and that is a problem in many relationships. But the core issue is that he is he feels abandoned at times. He feels like his wife may abandon him because he's been in relationships where where the person has left him many times, his dad wasn't around, his uh, his mom abandoned him. So he's had to do things on his own all throughout his life. And so the very person who he is currently vulnerable with, he feels like he may lose her. Mm-hmm. So instead, what I had to do is I had to let her see that his core defense is that he's afraid of being left alone. And so he had to – she had – and so at times she'd be like, I don't need to make a, a grown man feel secure. <laughs> yeah, you do. It is a part mm-hmm. of the relationship. And so if she says, okay, I, I love you, I love you unconditionally, and, he, and she says, you don't have anything to worry about, I'm not going to leave you, I am in this with you, it helps to bring that defense down. And then he stopped tripping if, if there was a man who said hi to her. Because he felt secure. That, that is the core thing. Every person needs to feel secure. And defenses yeah. are a sign that there is some insecurity there. That's true. Very, very, that, that, that's good. So we just have to be aware of the signs and address them and just listen. And don't become defensive when they're offensive. Yeah, because then it becomes a battle. It becomes a battle. It becomes a fight. And two people cannot walk when brought together when they're fighting. So see past the defense, look at the heart. Yeah, 
Exactly. And never, ever, never, ever use them again. The other person. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We are. We are. Hold on. Expl- we may say have that. A rough experience. Oh. Go ahead, Winston. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Rob. Go ahead. I just want to say that we may have a rough exterior like the tin man, but we also have a heart. Mm. A heart like the lion needed. (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's Um, and that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it and that's that's why marriage is so sacred well one of the reasons why marriage is so sacred and special because y'all have chosen to expose <clears throat> such a tender part of who you are to this mm-hmm. one person. The weaknesses, the the failures, the dreams that go unfulfilled, the goals that you're trying to reach, all those things. And it's pretty precious. So um just to, to tag off of that, um, this was one thing that I think uh, both of you being um, men who have been in relationships and actually also going through a divorce like myself, uh, what are three things that women do as wives that creates distance in the relationship? Whew. Three things that women do that will create distance. And maybe not three, just anything you could think of that you would, if you had a sister, <clears throat> that you would like tap on the shoulder, say, hey, you know, you keep doing this thing right here, it's going to create distance with your husband. Contis- continual and consistent disrespect. Mm-hmm. Um,. A pattern of dishonor. So what's the difference between disrespect and dishonor? Um, well, disrespect mean disrespect, excuse me, meaning if you are consistently well, they could be the same thing, actually. You know, really I'm I'm yeah, they could really be the same thing in the sense of one is just devaluing who I am as a man and as a person, mm-hmm. um, yes, they could be the same thing. Okay. Um, not believing in us. Mm. And, yeah, and then probably mm-hmm. using our secrets against us. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good ugly one. And I'll say and I doubt this person is listen listening, but one thing that made me cringe, I didn't when I was married I didn't hang around too many women who were married because oftentimes they would say so much negative things about their husbands when their husbands weren't around. And I just remember with one friend, like she would make fun of the checks he brought home from his uh entrepreneurial um uh projects mm-hmm. and you know she would diminish her respect for him based on how small his checks were and I, it embarrassed mm-hmm. me for him because 
who am I compared to who he is in your life? You know, I'm just a, a female friend. This is a man you're in covenant with. And for you to put, like, this is his dream. His You know, this is what he's pursuing. And no, he's not there yet, but to diminish it like that to other women. And it's like now we had fodder against this man if we ever wanted to, you know, to look down on him, to, to look at him as if he's less than based on the words of his wife's mouth. So I think it's, you know, that point is just so critical. We have to be very careful what we say. And I doubt yeah, that we do. He probably never knew. He ne- probably never knew she said those things, but it came he across knew. in how she treated him. He knew. He knew. Yeah, he knew. Because if she said it to you all, mm. I can guarantee you in an argument or in her response to something, Yeah. he saw it. He came out, yeah. He saw it. It was an attitude or something. Something. He saw it because it's mm-hmm. – and, and what makes it worse is in a scenario like that is when we when we see it, it completely – I ain't gonna say destroy. Yeah, it completely destroys that that bond because again, just like women want safety, we want safety too, and that's a place. That's a level of safety that's now been destroyed because you know because you look at what I'm doing as first of all, I'm already as a, I'm already probably you know as an entrepreneur, I, I I know this feeling, but you're already on edge because you're concerned that what you're doing is not working. And you already know that you have responsibilities and, you know, and everybody thinks you're crazy. And the one person who you expect to see have seen your vision and believe in your vision now, you know, looks at you like this ain't, you know, this ain't nothing. It it, it hurts. Mm -hmm. It hurts. Can we can we sort of yeah. hang our hat there just for a second? I think as a woman and as a very vocal woman, I will admit to, sometimes the way things are said can be very disrespectful, um, mm-hmm. but the heart in which things are being said could be point on. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm a believer that iron sharpens iron, so mm-hmm. things that I lack, I believe my spouse has, and vice versa. So if there are things, say there are dreams, say there are goals that we're, you know, looking into and it's presented, I believe my job is to support first, but to also give the reality of here are the factors, you know, what do you think we could do about it, what can we do different, like how can we grow? And for me, I know I've been guilty of it because it it'll definitely come across as, dang, you just, Pop my balloon, you know, I'm trying to give you this idea and blah, 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 and you just pop the balloon with your feedback for me. And so mm-hmm. that's something I'm mm-hmm. working on, but the heart and the intent of what I'm saying is I see where you're going. Like, let me help you get there if that's what you want. But if I feel like if if it's not offered, then I'm stuck in a way. So I don't think everyone has the intent to, you know, throw away somebody's dream. It's just – do men accept what's said? It depends. So, so let me, Leah. I'm, I've done what you what you were just saying. I've done I've done that because my my business mind kicks in, and I go straight into, you know, an analysis mode. 
So you give me an idea, you tell me, I'm like, okay, you do this, 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 that ain't going to work. No, don't you dare do And I've done it. Don't do that because that's stupid. And I'll say that. That's stupid. Don't do that. And well, I won't I, go that far, but yes. I will. I will. But it's it's not. It's because I, and I tell, because I went into that mind, my, that part of my, my brain. But what I've had to learn, what I, what I think has to happen, and what I've learned to do is to sit back and wait and say, okay, how can I, you know, um, how can I support this? And then say, okay, can I, can, is it okay if I offer you some, a couple of things that I see based upon my, you know, some things that I've, I've experienced? Yes. Okay, cool. And then, you know, I think you need to think about this part and how do you handle this part? And, you know, and maybe, you know, pose them in questions. Well, you said you want to do this, but how does that work with this? And like you said, a lot of it is how you say it, but you right. still have to, especially mm-hmm. if you know, do it. Now, as a, the way that as men, I think as a man, how I, because I've also been on the other end where I've had somebody like tell me my idea was stupid, um, is I think part of that goes to uh, soften the blow first. So when I say soften the blow, I'm saying instead of just going into what's wrong, start with what's right and then Correct. go into you know, if this is a really good idea, I think, you know, that this is something that's really needed, and I know you'll be really good at this because you do this, 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 and this well. Um, and then go into, but can I offer a couple of, of suggestions because I can see, you know, some things that you might not have, you know, um, have already planned for yet. Sure. Okay, right. cool, here. And then how can I help those? Are there, can I, you know, what can I do to, you know, to, to be your, you know, to support you in this? And then let it alone. Right. And I think another thing, how you know, how it can be better is as you get to know somebody, you kind of, because um, at, the, at the beginning it's kind of just, you know, we, we give the flowers and, the, you know, we kind of give off our best, um, our best look. But as you get to know somebody, you kind of know how they work. Because if you come at me and say, that's stupid. I might look at you, oh, yeah. but mm-hmm. then you would know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But, however, if that person talks hardcore like that <laughs> or, you know, you kind of get to know their personality and you're like, okay, that's just the way, that's just the way my wife talks. That's the way my husband talks. And either you're going to accept it or not because somebody else could very well, you could push them and talk to them in a certain way and they could be the best, have the best because you're, you're, you're their biggest cheerleader, and they know that mm-hmm. your intentions are good, so they're not, you're not going to stir them wrong. So I guess it depends. That's that's an individual basis, but um, as you get to know that person, however, if you can't communicate, like you know what, that really hurts my feelings. Um, and some people still they're they're with people and they still don't know how to communicate with their partner. So and that's an issue because then you can't grow. You just stay in stagnant. Because you should right. be able to push each other. I don't know. You know what? This is so, the second person that said that to me that, that said that. Um, and I was thinking, I don't know very, and, and Rob, maybe you do, but I don't know very many men who are very comfortable saying to their partner or wife, wow, that really hurt my feelings. Like, that's just typically not <laughs> a lot of people say. And I'm being serious. And I think, and so I, I say that, I bring that up. Yeah, because, yeah. Not because I think you all, because as women, I think 
we and I when the person the other person who asked me about it and I said that they was like really I'm like yeah I said but I think we we our actions might say that but we might not necessarily use those words. Yeah, it's, it's just in our defenses. Yeah. It's just yeah. in our defenses. Yeah. When we when we get aggressive, when we get um um deep to get on the defense or we get in the argumentative mode, it's like we're we're screaming out but but what 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 you hear is uh defense and criticism and aggression and and yelling and all these different things when really we're actually saying out, but we, we really don't know how to say it or it's hard for us to say it. Because most times when we have said out, we've gotten criticized for it. Correct. And and so mm-hmm. we're going to, we're going to hide behind that. And it's, um, it's hard for us to, to be that vulnerable and actually say that hurt me because then it turns into well, I need you to man up or you need to be, you know, I, I need you to be a little bit stronger or Ooh. all these different things. And so it's like it, it's hard for us to be in that space, but then we'll mask it with something Ooh. else. Ooh, man up. Okay. We're not, that's taking to another level. You know, I laugh. I laugh because you're right. I was thinking about it. I said, you know what, I'm, you know what guys don't usually talk like that. Uh, they don't usually say that. So I, I can agree that it's more in the actions, um, because when y'all get hurt, hey, now when a woman gets hurt, she hurt, but when a man gets hurt, it's on a whole nother level. It's different. You guys, like you said, you, you express it differently. So and yeah, um, that's, that's how we've you been, know that's how we've been taught, and that's been our that's been our survival mechanism. Yep. Yeah. So, so what? So it says, okay. So, what can wives do more of? Well, I didn't get a chance to answer what the, can, the three the three things. Uh, um, okay. I didn't get a chance to answer that question. Um, you said, what were the three things that that would shut a man down, or what are the three things women can um, that create distance in a relationship, and what can wives okay. do more of? That that would help their husbands and help their marriage okay. or relationship. So I'll, I'll say the three things. One would be um, criticism or judgment. Um, it, it it's hard to to um, be in a safe place if we feel judged or if we feel like we're in the hot seat or if we're on the stand, uh, <laughs> like like we're on the stand on a. Um, you know, on trial or something, and that that's one thing, especially when we didn't do anything uh, to warrant that. The second thing would be stonewalling, um, and these are really a part of the four horsemen that that um, what's his name? I forgot his name. Um, uh, Gottman, Doctor Gottman talks about in this uh, yeah, book about the reason. Huh? I was saying, no, you're right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dr. Gotham talks about the reason why relationships fail and, and succeed. So one would be criticism. The other one would be stonewalling, where a woman puts up a stone wall, stone face, shuts the man out. And mm-hmm. if we don't feel uh, desired or wanted, then we're going to run in, into our cubby or run into our cave 
and do whatever we need to do to survive. And then the third thing would be contempt. Um, if we know when a woman is con- has contempt inside of her, and especially when the, she holds them and she talks with her friends about it, we feel that. She may not say it to us, but we know it. We know it and we feel that we are energy beings, and so we know that a lot of times. So we're, we're going we're gonna to shrink up and, and um, go into our cubby. And then a few other things, price of credit, would be um, be like um, – don't be a porcupine to us. We do not want to hug a porcupine. Every time we try to hug you all and then you say get away or you push us away, it really causes us to go into our mm. and do our own thing once again. And because we really do want affection, sometimes we don't always show it or it may always be in a sexual way, but at the same time we do still want to be able to feel that soft touch because we have to be hard so many times on the outside and it helps us to feel like a human being when we get that soft touch. Um, Mm. So the things that a woman can do more of is listen. That's really number one is Mm -hmm. listen, 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 because it's hard enough for us to, to talk in the first place. We've been shut down so much, or we have to we have to argue our points so much that when it comes time for us to actually talk, and then we get cut off while we're talking, then it's like we're going to shut down, and we're just going to go talk to our boys instead of talking to our mate. So if we know that we can that we can be understood and listened to, then it will help us to breathe a lot better, um, because understanding is like oxygen. The more you can understand, the more you feel like you can breathe in a relationship. So that's really the silver bullet right there is to listen, listen, hmm. listen, and um, know that and help us to know that you have our back and that it's us against the world. It's not the world against us and my mate against me. It's, uh, it's us. It's us against the world. Hmm. That's good. And I guess, you know, especially if you're in a relationship and you feel like the world is against me and my mate, you know, that can be like living in a prison. Like I'm I'm in this situation I'm stuck in, so stuck and I can't get out and I, I can't even come home to peace. You know, when the world is so I can I can I can see that. Um as I even think about other relationships that I've examples that I've seen. Man, oh, we have throw, fifteen minutes can left. I throw, wow. Can I throw this one in there too? Can I throw something in there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The more and the more publicly successful your man is, the more privately you have to be better at teaching him how to turn off. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Meaning, if you have somebody who is publicly a success, publicly popular, publicly around a lot of people, somebody who's constantly pouring into other people, then privately you have to be, as as his mate, you have to be the person who teaches him, this is not the time to perform, this is the time to shut down. I don't love you because of your public persona. 
I love you because of who you are behind who you are behind closed doors. Right. And that's right. what he looks and, for. And he and looks any, for yeah. Just be, just be. Not the title, not the the uh, the expectations, but to just be. Yep. And somebody when when you reach, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name any names. Somebody said something to me a couple of months ago, several months ago, a few months ago, that completely blew my mind. They said, when you talk to me, I don't want you to preach to me. I want you to talk to me. And in that moment, I thought, wow, she gets it. Because I don't want to be Mm -hmm. wanted for having to perform and preach. That's good. That's good. And I think with women, I guess, Leah and Abby, you can chime in on this too, and we're going to move on to the next segment, but when you reach a certain level of maturity, you understand that. Like, okay, fine. My husband is a professional football player or he is, uh, you know, the head director over medicine at whatever, you know, um, you understand that person has, you got to kind of help them bring it down. Cause you're right. You fall in love with the person, um, not the personality, but there's a lot of women that fall in love with the personality and men mm-hmm. too can, you know, they will choose the wrong person because of a, mm-hmm. like going back to a preference <clears throat> instead of their purpose. And that's when, you know, Oh, okay. I fell in love with the persona. And mm-hmm. she fell in love with what you got, mm-hmm. not with what you what you have, and not what what you possess. Meaning you, the man who is who is the man inside. So it can go both ways. Mm-hmm. I believe. I agree. So it does. Um, so we have to be careful. We have to be careful with that. And one thing I heard, I'll say this: that when if when you're attracted to somebody. It's okay to recognize the attraction, but make sure that you are tuned on to your to the spirit of that person. That you can, it's okay to acknowledge the attraction, but make sure that you also have that spirit turned on, because you know sometimes the attraction can be overwhelming. Okay, you guys, this is man, we can't do part four, but. <laughs> Well, we only have like 10 minutes. It's getting good. So this is the final, not final thought, but last question. What do you really, what do you, you guys, what do you really, 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 really want women to understand about men? All right. And, and, and speak, speak to, you can speak to everybody. Speak to my single sisters. Speak to my married women. <laughs> but what do you really, really want women to know and understand about men. I'll put it simple. Superman had weaknesses. Hmm. That's, that's, mm-hmm. it. that's it. That's all you got? All right. Drop Superman the mic. has weaknesses. <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty deep, though. Okay. Yep. <laughs> that is. That's pretty deep. 
That is. Say, that is. I would say let your defenses down because we want you just as much as you want us. Because a mm-hmm. lot of times we go into this, we go into this, especially as, as black men and black women, in an almost like this is combat and warfare, man versus woman. I'm gonna make sure I'm not gonna get got. And the truth is, every single person who wants to get married wants to be wants somebody. You know that we want somebody else. We want the right person. We don't want to make a mistake. We might not trust. Depending on where we are in our process, we might not necessarily trust um, our decision-making process as fast. But, ladies, we want mm-hmm. you all. So you don't have to, you know, do anything to perform or anything to be defensive. Just be yourself, and I can promise you the right person wants you just the way you are. You don't have to doubt yourself. You don't have to wonder if you're good enough. You don't have to wonder why all your past relationships didn't work. The truth is the past relationship didn't work because it wasn't the right person at the right time. That's it. We oh, want that's you awesome. as you want us. Mm, that's a cur- that's an encouraging word, sisters. For all my single sisters. They yeah, I, I want to clear this up now. <laughs> Alfred, I, 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 I want to let you off the hood. I really do. But I can't <laughs> let one of our viewers walk out of this show saying, man, this man like my picture. He want me just as much as I want him. I think we need to clarify. <laughs> no, I'm no, serious. No, 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 thank you. Okay, let, thank you. I, no, no, no. Thank you for saying that. Let me, if, if, if I like your picture, that don't mean I want you. It just, I'm saying. I'm on somebody. I'm saying. <laughs> right. No, what I'm saying is right. every man who likes your picture does not want you. No, no. What I'm saying is I'm saying don't feel like there is like a combativeness to relationship or don't feel like that there's something wrong with you because you might be 35 and not married or you might be 40 and never been married or, you know, or men in the past have done certain things. I'm merely saying that a man wants you like, just like you are. We're not, you don't have to compete with us. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to be angry. All We understand that you've been hurt and we've been hurt. So we're on the same level. We're just really searching for, like, like you guys are all in the pretty much except for uh, all in the school. So you all see the combativeness back and forth, and it's a bunch of hurt people just trying to prove that they're not hurt. We are all hurt. We all want to be loved, and we all want somebody to pick us and to value us. So don't be discouraged. Don't be defensive. Take the time to heal, but understand as in that process. Somebody does want you. Somebody values you. Somebody is searching for you. That's true. And I I have to back it up with you saying this quote, your flaws are perfect for the heart that's meant to love you. I think I mentioned that quote before, but your flaws are perfect for the heart that's meant to love you. I don't know who said that. I heard that. And when I tell you that encouraged me, it did. It encouraged me because I said, you know what? That's that's true. Yeah. So and that I, is I want to say something ahead, to that yeah. because, um, you know, I, I know I keep talking about um, me and Leah's relationship, but, you know, I, I really 
have known from the beginning that our, our relationship is supposed to be something that's helpful to other people. It's not just for us. And, you know, we, 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 me and my wife have talked about this many times, is that our, our relationship hasn't been the fairy tale relationship as, as what my wife calls it. But, you know, we have to be honest and real as to what real relationships are and that um, it, your relationship will not look like a Tyler Perry play, I promise you, or a Tyler Perry movie or any of those, your, your romance movies. It will not look like that. There are ugly parts that will happen in your relationship, and it's about how, you, how much you value the person and if this is really a relationship that God has for you. And so for, for me, my, I knew that I was called to love my wife um, unconditionally. And my, my job was to show her what true love was and to love her through her pain. I mm-hmm. knew what I was getting into. I knew what, what, was, what has happened to her heart. And God told me, he said, love her through her pain. And so mm-hmm. I, I had the... The, the, I had a dream of someone being in a in a in a in an ocean, and they were being saved from that ocean, but they were fighting the rescuer who who was trying to help them. And so God was like, "You may get bruises along the way, you may get hurt along the way, but that's what I've done for you. I've been that rescuer who has been trying to help you, and I was, you were fighting me. But I'm and so that's how I want you to love Leah." because that's how I love the church. And so mm-hmm. every relationship, mm. every marriage is a representative of how Christ loves the church in spite of all mm-hmm. of our flaws, in spite of all of our, our, our pain, and how he continues to love us. And that's what the man does. He dies mm-hmm. to himself. He dies mm-hmm. to his own will so that the will of God can be manifested in that relationship. Man, right. Pastor Rob, let me just say right now, now, you know, <laughs> let me just say that now the Lord gives me encouragement, okay? And I've heard different people and everything, but just, just getting to know Leah and talking with her on the show and, and, and listening to you over these past, you give me encouragement to know that uh-huh. there are still men who love the way it is ordained for a man to love his wife. And that is, and it, it ain't perfect. It ain't roses and flowers, yeah. and we understand that. We see that. You learn by That's wisdom or experience in life. But let me tell you, Leah, you are a blessed woman. I am. For him to I even proclaim so. that, to say that, and to be yeah. uh, willing to be a testimony and say, to be honest, because everybody's not, you know, is not going to be um, open to that and for him to put those in words so may the Lord continue to bless both of y'all on your you, on your marriage you. journey. Thank you. Y'all give it <laughs> y'all give me encouragement over here in Charlotte, North Carolina. This is <laughs> <laughs> This is definitely awesome. So, okay, we're going to do a 30-second rapid fire with everybody. 
with your final thoughts. So we got less than two minutes. So we got to go. Start with you, Leah. Go ahead, Queen Leah. What stuck out the most for me is that even a perfect woman may not be perfect for a man, and that's okay. If men are not ready, you can't dress it up, you can't cook it up. They just may not be ready, but you be the best you that you can be, and that right man will uh, love you even in your scars. Yeah. All right. I'll go next real fast. 90 seconds. Um, All right, go ahead. Even even Superman had weaknesses, and uh, look past the defenses and look at the heart. Okay. All right. Winford? Thank you for having me. You all are wonderful. Keep up the good work. Thanks, boss thank man. You, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, boss man. All right, Pastor Rob. Very happy to be here in the great words of Hakeem. And um <laughs> and love, 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 love. Love is love really does heal a multitude of sins. Amen. Yes, it does. All right, you guys. Thank you for joining Queen's Conversation. I'm your host, Lakeisha Ballard, and we are going to be headed out of here. You guys have a great week, and know that love will find you. Love will yes. find you. All right. Yes. All right, you guys. Have a good night. Good night. Bye. Try to keep up the pace, girl. I can see the finish line. But it's one I was the first place. Did I get so far behind? It feels like I've been running for miles And I ain't getting nowhere It's like no matter what I say or do, girl It's like you don't really care